Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 Outsiders Boxing Podcast Midweek Show coming at you in full effect this Thursday, December 12, 2019. Years coming to an end. And boy, is it coming to an end in the boxing game. I'm your host this week, your host every midweek show, D. Willa, a.k.a. Willa the King, out here doing my thing. You know, we usually like to come out there, come to you live on Wednesdays, but Wednesday, yesterday, was a Young G's birthday. And when I say Young G, I mean the OG now in the game. Me, myself. Turned that big 38 yesterday. Feeling good, you know. Been sort of a tough year on me physically. uh, But been able to talk boxing every week with my brothers out here. It's, It's been doing me real good, man. And I'm blessed. Blessed to see another year. So, yeah, that's why we weren't on yesterday, taking it easy. You know, didn't want to do too much yesterday, just chilling with the fam. And, uh, yeah, so we want to make sure we do a show today because, you know, this is week two of, uh, you know, back-to-back-to-back weekends A pretty good damn fights. You know, last week we had – Ruiz, Joshua 2, in which AJ took his belts back by jabbing his way to the top. Next week, we've got Harrison, Charlo 2. A lot of shit talking. Did the face, the face this weekend came out live on uh, Fox the PBC face to face, crazy, a lot of shit talking. Should be masterful. And this week, the big fight isn't the main event, but it's the co-main event. 
and we're going to be talking about that Kome versus Lopez for the IBF lightweight title. The winner gets the chance at the golden child, the chosen one, Vasily Lomachenko, to be the undisputed. Well, I say to be the undisputed, but he dropped one of those belts. So it's not for undisputed anymore, but it's a big-ass fight. But the main event on Saturday, Terrence Bud Crawford versus Aegis Kavalaskis, a.k.a. Mean Machine. We all know when this one came out, you know, they didn't even have Kavalaskis' name on the, on the, on the, uh, on the flyer. Just said Mean Machine, Crawford versus Mean Machine. So you know, you know what type of fight that's going to be. But yeah, man, like I said, this is week two of three back-to-back-to-back weeks. A good fighting, a great fight that people are wanting to see. Highly anticipated fight. Going over it again one more time, just so y'all know. AJ versus, no, Ruiz versus Joshua. Last week, two. Next week, we got Harrison versus Charlo, two. Both of those were coming off of upset wins. So the last time the names were reversed, but this time you got to make sure you say you said them right because there was new champion. And this week, the big fight is the co-main event or the you know the the the, the build up to the main event, Kome versus Tiafimo Lopez for that IBF lightweight title, man. But yeah, oh yeah. Also Friday, we we're gonna talk about it just to get a good uh, see how the fellas feel about Virgil Ortiz Jr. fourteen and zero with fourteen KOs versus uh, Brad Solomon twenty eight and one with nine KOs for for uh, Virgil Ortiz WBA gold welterweight title. That's going to be on Friday on the zone, so we'll definitely need to talk about that, run through that when we get to it. But before we get into the fight, let's take it to the team. And I think we got my man with us out there in Southern California, the host of the Relatively Fat and Black podcast, also the host of Bible study, I think the name of it is. I've only seen the 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 two the one episode really. I don't know if he's done another episode, but very interesting show where he's running through the Bible, running through Genesis right now. Um, but yeah, let's take it to Inglewood, to the homie, to my man, JP. JP, what's popping, brother? Man, it's all good, bro. Man, you're always so gracious. <clears throat> man, it's uh. Thursday, Friday Junior, Friday Junior, we almost there. Um, and like you said, well, uh, three weeks back to back to back, all good fights. This weekend, we talked about it. The big fight will be the co-main, but uh, I am psyched for it all. We got Terrence Crawford up, you know, and. 
a whole lot of storyline into Terrence Crawford and his career as far as it goes today. Um, There's a lot of us who think about him being highly ranked, but who's he beat? It's kind of Terrence Crawford is eye test like a mug. You know, a lot of eye tests when it comes to Terrence Crawford because you just don't have the opponents. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk about some of that, man. And um, second fight, we got Tiafimo, you know, godson, godson. And we just, you know, this one of them blue chips. It's a blue chip. And uh, we did see some vulnerability out of him in his last fight, if you recall, against that Asian. He wasn't all that good. So, we could possibly see some fireworks and a, a very competitive fight. Um, I'm sure we're getting into all that, man. So I, I'm psyched for it all, dude. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Let's go and get to it. Looks like it's just going to be me and you rocking. We know it's Thursday. You know, when you're a young man out here Thursday nights, that's when you start getting cracking. But we know RC usually gets it started on Wednesday. So this is just day number two for him. So we'll see. If he joins us, Janelle, we put the text in to Janelle. I don't know what the hell he was talking about, so we'll see if he gets on or not, man. Uh, but, yeah, man, we I wanted to get this show in today because, like you said, we've got we've got a pretty good fight coming up this week, something that people have been looking for, forward to. But before we get to the big fight, let's talk about the main event. And my man, Terrence Bud Crawford, 35-0 and 0 with 26 KOs putting up his WBO welterweight title versus Aegis Kavalaskis, a.k.a. Mean Machine, Saturday night on ESPN out there at Madison Square Garden, the the mecca of sports. I think they say that's the mecca of sports, you know. I know everybody loves to be there. Um, Big-time fight. Big-time, not a big-time fight, but a big-time boxer. You know, not too much to say about this fight. You know, Aegis uh, Kavalaskis, 21-0 and 0, uh, with one draw. He's coming off of, uh, I mean, I don't know what the hell he's coming off of, but I think he is the mandatory or he's the number one guy uh, for the WBO belt. I think Bud Crawford said it was his mandatory, uh, so that's why he's fighting him. But uh, Kavalaskis. I think he's coming out to Ukraine or no, he's coming out of Lithuania. Last fight was a draw against Ray Robinson. I believe I saw that fight. I think I thought, uh, I have seen, I think I have seen Kavalovsky's fight now that I'm thinking about it. Cause I think I saw the Ray Robinson fight. Cause I remember this guy and uh, I thought Ray Robinson might've won. Like Kavalovsky's might've got, might have got some love there, man. But Kavlovskis is a guy that thinks they say he's pretty tough. He's coming in wild. He's coming in forward. And it should be pretty much easy, easy work for Terrence Crawford. If I was – I think I was looking at the the betting lines, and it was like plus 2,200 or something. I mean, something crazy for Terrence Crawford. So you got to bet a lot of money to get a little money on this fight. Not too much to say about this fight, man. Should be easy work for the champion, uh, Terrence Crawford, a guy that most that a lot of people consider the best in the game, pound for pound, number one. Um, him and 
Lomachenko, who will, whose name we'll be bringing up a little later on, talking about the co-main event. But the bigger thing, like JP was alluding to, is what the hell is Terrence Crawford doing? Is he wasting away? When will he get the fights? You know, what does he need to do to get the fights? There's been a lot of – we've seen Terrence Crawford ESPN has been putting up a push for the Terrence Crawford fight. Um, we've seen him on Sway in the Morning. Of course, he was on uh, First Take. He's been all over um, doing his appearances, trying to get his name out there. And, uh, you know, I think he – I like Terrence Crawford, you know. Um, I think that – He's a he's a guy that's real. He he's gonna keep it his way. He's only gonna do it his way, and I can respect that. But is that getting the way of him being a superstar? You know, I'm sure he's getting paid. Don't look like he's hurting for nothing. But he hasn't. You know, he hasn't really fought anybody, and we want to see him fight somebody. You know, I think he said that at one point he said that he was already a Hall of Famer, I don't know about that, you know. Um, Even though I have him ranked pound for pound the best guy, that's just like JP said, that's just off the eye test. Just how I've seen him be, you know, even though he is a three-division champion, you know, he does have uh, wins over uh, Postal, Lundy, and Dagu when they were undefeated. not uh, Lundy wasn't undefeated, but uh, Indagu and Postal were undefeated. Uh, Jose Benavidez undefeated. Jeff Horn was undefeated. So he's got wins over guys. You know, I'm not going to say the best of guys, but he's got win over guys. And you know, we see his skill. We see that he he's relentless in there. He's mean in there. He's a he's got excellent IQ in there. He switched stances. He looks great. But we want to see him in that big fight. We want to see him in that fight that, you know, that that makes his legacy, that uh, defines his legacy. We want to see him against those PBC welterweights. And we're not getting it yet. And some people think the reason we're not getting it is because he's not making enough noise. You know, he doesn't want to call people out, even though, you know, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't want to get on there and just call people's names, call them out, put that pressure on them. He doesn't want to see, he, he doesn't seem to want to apply that verbal pressure that sometimes you need to get these guys to fight, to make these guys feel embarrassed that they're not fighting you. Um, so, yeah, it's very, it's very tricky when it comes to Bud Crawford because, you know, he is in my top, he is my top, he is the guy that I think is the best fighter in the game right now. He is in my top five favorite fighters in the game. But when somebody asks me, who has he fought? I don't know. Does he have a win as big as um, Sean Porter, like Earl Spence does? No. Does he have a Kell Brook on there? Uh, Not really. I don't know. Is his resume, does he have a Keith Thurman, like, you know, Porter has or his resume when it comes down to it isn't the best but for some reason well I know why because the eye test we think that he is the best so you know 
I know we didn't I didn't talk about a lot about the fight because I think that's easy. I'm gonna call that probably a knockout, even though Cavalopsis hasn't been knocked out before. He's coming forward, but Crawford's probably gonna knock him out, let's say around the sixth round. That's gonna be my uh, my official prediction. But the main thing is what's up with Bud? So I'm gonna take it to my man JP. JP, t- talk a little bit about the fight, if you would, and also what we're talking about when it comes to Terrence Crawford and will he make that jump to become a superstar and what he needs to do to make Man, that I jump. Every boxing fan out there knows that, you know, the fight itself is a foregone conclusion. So we talk about the storyline, you know, and the storyline is Terrence Crawford career is wasting away at top rank. Now, and I'm I'm going to jump in a few spots here, so bear with, man. Um, let me just start with top rank and their, their um, management of Terrence Crawford. You know, Terrence Crawford is a blue-chip fighter. He's been on the scene for close to a decade now. His biggest win is most uh, – his, his biggest win probably most – uh, known win or over the most well-known opponents would probably be Gamboa. <clears throat> and at that time, the trajectory was pretty, you know, where it needed to be. And it has gone nowhere since. Uh, Postal was a solid victory at the time. Now, I'm not a guy like a lot of fans out there. Though Their revision, you know how they say history is a, a – what's the – how does the adage go um, – 2020 revision is 2020 or something like that. Boxing, we we take you for what you are today, not for what you used to be. So I don't want to discredit Postal because he's been nothing ever since. I don't want to discredit Gamboa because he's been nothing ever since. I don't want to discredit Ndongo because he's been nothing ever since. <clears throat> Those guys, Jeff Horn has been nothing ever since. You know, just about every guy he's beat eh, doesn't have a career anymore. And, you know, but I'll I'll take them for what they were worth at the time. Fair to say. But let, let's bring old Bob Arum into play here because if this were on the other side of the, of the promotional line, people love to hold Al Heyman accountable for – I remember when there was a narrative, well, Errol Spence, he, he should be more uh, farther along in his career. He should be more known. You remember that, Willa? You remember that? Yeah, not too long, that long ago. ago. Yeah. 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 And you don't hear that no more. But Terrence Crawford, and let me say this, man, I could talk about Bob Arum and how every boxing star has had to leave top rank to become a star. I could talk about how we have all this promotion behind Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury's over here, he's on WWE. You probably see him in a movie sometime soon. Um, uh, Vasil Lomachenko is being promoted as freaking Sugar Ray Robinson, basically, of the 21st century. Um, and Terrence Crawford is a nobody. And like you said, Willa, based on our eye test, and I think a lot of people kind of agree that Terrence Crawford is probably a top three fighter in the game right now. A lot of people say just, you know, they feel he's number one. Some people, most people, I would say majority at at least maybe a 60-40 ratio, 
think he beats Errol Spence. So that's a lot given without a lot proven. Now let's talk about the promotional lines here. Now, a lot of people want Al Heyman and PBC to go ahead and just give up Errol Spence. Not so fast, because you're not going to cut the line, you see, because Errol, even on the same promotion, at the same promotional company, he never got Keith when Keith was the man and he was calling out Keith. He never got a sniff at Mayweather and still hasn't gotten Pacquiao. So he's had to go through the absolute gauntlet to to kind of get the crown. And if you're over at PBC, you're like, hold on, uh, Terrence Crawford. Sure, we'll let you come over if you got a bag with you for one. First of all, get that bag together because that's mandatory. If if, if I'm Bob Arum, I'm like, what kind of bag y'all need? Because I got the best fighter, and I'm willing to pay whatever I need you guys to come across these these lines, and let's make some fights happen. So Bob Arum, top rank, have a bag prepared. And then say, yeah, I'll take uh, what's my man's name? Uh, I can't the Cuban, the uh, Ugas. I'll take Ugas because that's one of PBC's more lowly ranked um, welterweights they have. But it's still a damn good victory. We love it. You know what? I'll take Sean Porter. We love it. I'll take Danny. Fuck it. I'll take Granado. And is better than Mean Machine You know But we're getting none of that And it we're supposed to just sit here And still be behind Terrence Crawford's career And my thing is I'm at the point where I'm Quite frankly I'm just like I'm holding Terrence accountable Because the because We got our, our partner Syme Who comes on the show And he says when fighters want to fight to happen They make it happen and that seems to be a narrative, you know, that's out there. Yeah, that's Terrence what Crawford said on Sway. Yeah, so well, then Terrence needs to be putting immense amount of pressure on Bob. And you know what? I don't feel like Bob is too invested in making, getting that to happen over at PBC. I just don't feel the energy. Now, I could be off, but I maybe I'm missing the tabloid. Maybe I'm missing the memo where Bob's like, you know, really reaching out. But as far as I'm concerned, it's just business as usual. We'll just keep feeding them and feeding them and feeding them, whoever. And Terrence is no spring chicken. And that's what I'm saying. You know, I thought Ter- Terrence is, I believe, 30, 30 plus, right? So, man, if yeah, I'm not Yeah, mistaken, he might be 30, so, 31 years old. Uh, yeah, so he, he's behind the curve. Um, I don't know what they're paying them, but I know guys like Danny Garcia, guys like Sean Porter, even guys like Adrian Granados and Keith Thurman, those guys, they're pretty well off right now, you know, and they they got L's on their record, but they're pretty well off, man, because they're fighting uh, inventory of competitive fights that people are interested in, and it's a shame, man, um, but I'm going to leave it at that, Willa. It's a goddamn shame, and I blame Terrence at this point. Well, um, yeah, we do have, you know, speaking of the devil, 
I put the text in and I knew, you know, y'all been going back and forth at it about this 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 topic since since the since y'all have uh, met. But yeah, man, uh, we're gonna take it to Seattle to my boy Sam out there. See what he's talking about. Sam, we got the Terrence Crawford versus Kavalaskis. I'm not looking at his name right now, so I'm not 100 percent how to say it. But Kavalaskis, aka Me Machine. A guy who they didn't even put his name on the fo- on the bill. We pretty much know how that's gonna go, but the but the word of today is that the the topic of this fight is what what can Terrence Crawford do to become a superstar? We all have him pound for pound the best, but he hasn't really. I have him pound for pound the best, but when you look down at the resume. It's sort of like, you know, we need him to prove that he's pound for pound the best. And, you know, JP saying it's his fault. I'm saying he's getting ducked. So let's take the Seattle sign to see what he has to say about the fight and that. Sign, what's popping, man? What's going on? What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing, man? We good. Y'all, you from Texas now, huh? I feel that. I'm good, OG. Oh, uh, nah, man, hell no. But but what's going on, man? You know, uh, nah, uh, you know what I mean. This is this is just one of those things where, like, depending on where you're aligned, you know, where you're vested in, you're gonna say one thing or believe one thing or whatever. So it's one of those things where it's like it's never gonna change. Like people when they have a vested interest, interest their beliefs change depending on whether they do or don't. So, you know, I've always said, you know, the same thing, like when it comes to Terrence Crawford, which is, you know, a few things, but one of them being, uh, if, if, uh, like, you know, I heard JP say, well, you know, my personal opinion, I don't think Bob Arum is interested in making that, uh, making fights with PBC. Well, he's pretty interested in making Tyson Fury Wilder. So that fight's made, signed, sealed, delivered, February. So, you know, then no, no real know, announcement um, yet. It was it was announced last week, right after the Wilder fight. It was announced. ESPN reported it. Is that enough? Is that a big enough yeah. uh, media entity? Uh, I mean, yeah. Come on. I mean, I haven't really, I haven't seen yeah. nothing just really official no tissue out here going do down. Crawford, though. I mean, no, I don't know what that is. No, that's what like you said, Bob Airman, the PBC. You made it seem like Bob, you said, like, Bob Airman, the PBC. You didn't say Terrence Crawford. You said Bob Airman. It seemed like Bob Airman doesn't want to do business with the PBC. Well, he is doing business. Then, also, I heard you say that he's wa- uh, he's wasting away his career. So, with that being mm-hmm. said, I have a question for you, JP. Is mm-hmm. Jamal Charlo wasting his career at the PBC right now? Big Charlo. Charlo uh, might be twenty. Baptist. Charlo might be twenty-seven years old, though. Crawford. Know, and that makes And I believe Charlo has been handsomely paid since a young man. I don't know if that's the same for um, Bud. You said what? You know, I said I believe Charlos. I believe the Charlos have been b- being handsomely paid for a while now. Well, we're talking about one Charlo here, so. We're talking one Charlo here. We're talking That's about what I'm Jamal Charlo. I'm talking about one. When I, yeah, yes. him. He's been paid for 
a good while now. Them dudes have been showcase fighters for just about as long as Terrence have has been on the scene also. Uh, uh, as far as the pay Terrence thing, is I, supposed I think to be also you're believing on the higher hype on the pay thing. The, Charlo, the Charlos ain't making the money as you think they do. If they were, when Jacob stepped to him, he told him, I know you ain't even touched in them yet. So... I, I don't know. Uh, All that speculation. Makes, I, I'm not. Jacob told him that he didn't look his response. Look at his response. Oh, he backed down. Because yeah, he, he said. Ah, I, he said I'll be yeah. there. He said I'll get there yeah. one day. Yeah, he did say on, that. Dude. Come on. Yeah. So I have no idea. Crawford so. making 3.5 a fight. So that argument right there is shut down. So, but that's trash. So you you you're you're comparing a dude who's arguably pound for pound. To a dude who's nowhere close to the top ten, but but I'm so comparing that's him. Argument. I'm comparing him for two reasons. Number one, for what you said about uh, wasting his career. Well, last I checked, the whole middle, middleweight division is at the zone, and he's over at the PBC. So it's a similar yeah, situation. But, but there Number are two, two exact, you there brought are two up the money different situations. situations. How is it different? They both have a belt. Because one dude is arguably the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world at 30-plus years old and another sub-30 years old and is not anywhere near the top ten, so the urgency is completely different. If you're number one pound-for-pound, why is there urgency? Guys should want to fight you. You're number one. You're trying to make it to no. Charlo's trying to look. You're talking about. You just said. You oh, he's number one on the eye test pound for pound ranking. Hold on, hold on. You just said he's arguably bad. the best fighter in the world, right? Charlo well, is I'm not that arguably the, the best middleweight, argument, bro. That's for the sake huh? of argument. That that pound for pound ranking is just for the sake of argument. Yes. Because I don't. Yes. You know, So I, that's not where I have him. Yeah, so I know. I, I agree, one hundred percent. But my point yeah. is. Is that if you are arguably at that level, you ain't wasting nothing because you're already at at the top or near it. As far as Charlo, mm-hmm. Charlo has a lot more ways to go because nobody in the world of boxing considers him even pound for pound level fighter yet. I mean, nobody even no, thinks of him as the best two middle. Different stages of their career, complete different. But go, go ahead, go ahead, go for it. But I don't but think my it's point a fair is, comparison. He, one should, guy, be, one he guy, should be more compared is, to like Spence and guys like that. That's the more spare, fair con- comparison. But go ahead. No, no, it's a very simple comparison. One guy has a belt. They both have belts, and they both mm-hmm. are with a promoter or a network or whatever you want to say a representation. I'm going to say where where they're basically alone as far as. Uh, other real competition So people say Terrence Crawford needs to sign With PBC Fair enough I'm good with that But if we're going to say Terrence Crawford needs to sign with the PBC We also need to say Jamal Charlo needs to sign with the zone Because to be honest The zone actually has more Names at middleweight Than the PBC have at welterweight You can just go down the line so, and there had besides Sean Porter recently, because that that had more to do with the fact that like he you know the Spence situation and he can't really get a, any other fights right now. He's like, hey, if I can't get a Spence rematch, I'll I'll rematch. I mean, I'll fight Terrence Crawford. So, 
but there wasn't really anybody at the PBC being vocal saying, I would fight Terrence Crawford next, okay? We do have somebody at the zone that's been saying for a while that he will fight Charlo. And he's even came out recently and said he would fight Charlo, and that's Andrade. Now, Charlo came out and said... Do you not think that's strategic? Is it strategic? Come on, man. You know what they're doing over there. That's complete strategy because Canelo sure the hell ain't going to fight him. Triple G sure the hell ain't going to fight him. Andrade. Yeah, but what I'm saying is Andrade's willing to fight. He's been willing to fight Charlo. But my point is is they fight their own people in their own promotional company in their own division. Charlo, my point is this. Charlo came out and said himself he don't bring nothing to the table. So he's not even interested in Andrade, which is crazy to me because it's like, dude, what options do you really have? You complain about you can't get these other, the big names. You know, we know who those guys are. This guy's willing to fight you, and you're talking about he bring nothing to the table, but he got a world title. So that makes no sense to me. So uh, what, I, what I'm really saying is, is back to what the original <laughs> point, which was, I'm good with the Terrence Crawford thing. If y'all want to say he needs to sign with the PBC, even though it's been proven that you don't have to because Tyson Fury and Wilder are doing Nobody it for the second time. Nobody said that. Why are you then, said that? Then, Jamal Charlo, then what, okay, so then what do you want? Okay, you just, so you said he's wasting time. So what do you, what, what, do, you, what do you want him, okay, what do you want him to do then? Just let's get to the bottom one. What do you want Terrence Crawford to do? No, that's the question. That's what, that's the question. He already, he already said it. He wants it. He wants him to speak up and put pressure on Bob Arum. He thinks it's their fault. Well, what do you want dude, him to Bob, do? Dude, what, what do but what do you want him to dude, do? Dude, it doesn't – dude, he, dude, Bob, they, they, they've been willing to make the fight. Bob Arum, uh, dude, we I have, just saw an interview earlier where his, his manager, who I mean his trainer who's also his manager, they asked him about – oh, the, the reporter asked him, did you um, – is it true about you behind the scenes were trying to broker a deal – to make a fight with Porter. He was like, no, I was doing that with Spence. He said, he admitted, he's like, behind the scenes, I was trying to make the Spence fight. So what, like, so you're saying he should put pressure on a Bob Aaron. But this is the thing is, Errol Spence has never came out, or the PBC side has never came out and said that they, forget Spence, just any of them in general, that, yes, we are interested in making a fight with Terrence Crawford next. They have to make that clear for He's already made it clear. I mean, he's already made it clear he was so, right. I mean, he, the so biggest let, fight. Let me see if but, we can get a straight answer out of you here. So my solution to the thing, I, in my opinion, I said I need to feel more energy coming from Bob Arum and Terrence Crawford. I need them to be outlandish with it. That's my, that's, that's, that's my solution, Okay. What's your solution? Nah, you got to make another you think that, he does that. Yeah. So, well, hold on, hold on. Do you feel like PBC should do more? What, what do you feel should happen? Uh, he's made it – okay, the guy, he's on tape walking to Spence in a crowd. We understand that. What do you saying, think – I want that work. What, what, what do you what, – no, okay, you said Atlantis. So, they've already gotten face-to-face with each other. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember before – People were saying when he called out all the champions, he said they said, "Oh, he didn't call out Spence specifically." Then after I believe the con fight, he said, "Y'all know who I want. I want Spence next. I'm ready when you're ready." He said it. 
What like so? What what do you want him to do? You want him to swing on Spence? Do you want him to swing on one of the PBC? What do you want? Throw a drink on him? Shit! Like, hey, what do you, you, you went back to so, What do you want? Six years ago. Six years ago. We want to know what. Six years. We want you to know what do you think, Sean? We want. We want to know what you think should be done. What do you think? We understand what you're saying. There's you nothing to be done, Crawford. dude. It's like I, I don't under, Okay, okay. You know what I want it to be done? Act like the PBC side. One of you guys step up like Deontay Wilder did, because Deontay Wilder's a real fighter. He said he made it clear what he wants. He didn't even have to do quote unquote outlandish shit. They just ran it back again. He didn't throw no drink on him. Fury, he didn't do on you. They just did it. Again. They did the first down time. Another road. Just, so, so look. So let me ask you this question. If if they offered up Uga, would Crawford take the fight? Well, they have to. That's the thing. They have to offer it first. But I believe he would. Why well, I'm he? just asking a straight question. Just a straight question. But would they take the fight? I believe they would. Why wouldn't they? Okay, that's, that's fair. The that's that's the problem. This I don't, is, but okay. the thing is, you still haven't acknowledged that they haven't even offered up a Ugas yet. I, well, it would I be different if it was for a You know, you asking me behind the scenes questions like you know if they have or not. I don't. I don't. Dude, like they I didn't don't even acknowledge him knows. as a welterweight, dude. Are you serious? <laughs> hey, I don't think they he should. Even acknowledge. I don't think he should be fighting like, though. I don't think he should be fighting no goddamn Ugas. He needs. I think it's coming out that they're well, trying to fight Porter. Mean machine. Yeah, and he's a real. Yeah, dude, yeah, he yeah. gotta take. Go fight. You know, he'll fight but I think they said he's trying to take. He's the only guy I believe in. Yeah. So he's the only person I believe, you know, at the PBC I mean, would do it next. Because the last time we talked, I believe we had a conversation. It was like, nah, he, they don't want uh, uh, Porter. They don't want that. They want to go straight to Spins. You know? But they yeah, didn't. But, but they said, but it was Yeah, Spins was in a car accident. So they now said, you want, now they're, you want they're him like, to sit out until Spins gets healthy? Oh my God! Yeah, he's talking. He's talking about his next fight. They're talking about. They're talking about fighting Porter. I think. Yeah, I mean, that's what Bob Arum was do. saying. There you go. So we'll I'm see. I'm all good with it. But see, the last time we talked, it was more like, Nah, we don't. They want to go straight. There ain't nobody else. We we coming across for. And I, my argument was, shit, Spence was that going was out the on the accident, old side dude. of the track forever. Because they wanted. Cause y'all and he said he wants that Pacquiao money. You know what I'm saying? So, but he already knows he Pacquiao going to fight him. Cause, and this is another thing y'all don't want to talk about, too. Two guys that are at the PBC right now used to be with top rank. And n- neither wanted to fight Terrence Crawford when they were at top rank. Remember that. Pacquiao, Nike Garcia. So, let's not forget that. So, let's just cross them straight um, so off the list. Already be- let me ask you this. And, and we're talking about energy here. I mean, how come I, I see Tyson Fury so so much investment behind him. How come I see so much investment behind Vasil Lomachenko? And and then we do understand the history of that promotional company over there. You, you know De La Hoya had to go. You know Floyd had to go. You know they've been raided by the FBI twice. You know Cotto had to go. And also you, Anybody you, you made go. up something clear. You so, said, so, De La, on, you said guys left. No, you said guys left. Uh, let's clarify mm-hmm. this. You said Guys left to become mm-hmm. a star. That's not true. Floyd did, oh, but De La Hoya was already a star at top rank. Those are facts. He was already a star. Then he was a superstar. Yeah, he Golden was already a star. Golden boys. 
he left because he made enough money and realized I don't need a promoter. I don't need a promoter taking whatever percent. You know, I'll, I'll promote myself. But let's be clear. Yeah, when he was at top rank, that was when he was making fights with Trinidad. That was the record at the time, and this and that. So, you know, don't don't put Delahoya in that mix. Floyd and, and Bob Arum. I mean, Delahoya is definitely going that mix. Bob Arum, I made it on record. I anyway. messed up with Floyd. He was like. Floyd said he's like Floyd was telling me let's push the hip hop you know community the the, the um, that way let's let's try to um, get to that demographic and I was trying to get him to be more like a Sugar Ray Leonard he's like I messed up and he proved me wrong right. he went and did his thing but De La Hoya was a star at top rank so let's make that none clear. of this is the point none of that stuff is the point point is how come I don't feel the investment behind Terrence Crawford like I feel in those other guys. I mean, it's, well, it's, it's, it's very. Am I just not? Come on, the truth is staring you right in your face. It's obvious. I, mean, I don't see the advertisement. I don't see the marketing. I don't see none of that. The, 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 the stare. Look, with Lomachenko, the Lomachenko thing. We we already know a little. You know, there's always going to be a little bit more pushing. We know this. They're going to push you more when you know. You know, we know, we know that. European. we're going to say the E yeah, and ESPN is for Europeans. This is another thing. No, I'm just saying because I don't – like you were saying before, we're like, if you want to get into this, let's get into it for a whole show. You know what I mean? Because then it can kind of take the show into another direction and we're trying to keep it on subject. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not yeah. scared of nothing. Come on, I ain't worried about that. But, you know We still saying? got the big but fight. But then – but 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 this is another thing. Those guys actually have opponents either signed or future fights that like with with Lomachenko. We, you know, I believe Comey is going to beat Tiafimo, but they they want it. You know, that's the fight they want. You know, that's a, a a loudmouth guy, a young kid. You know, big prospect. You know, making a buzz. So he's got an opponent that they can build to. So of course they're going to put more money to. They can't build to Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford. They can't build to, um, you know, said name Crawford because these guys ain't willing to fight. To, to Wilder's credit, he's willing to fight. To Tiafimo's credit, he's willing to fight Lomachenko. Why are they going to put more investment into a guy when the, dude, the, big guy, the names people want to see him fight haven't been came out and said they're willing to fight him? Be because of hardcore boxing fans and the boxing, the boxing world thinks he could be the best fighter in the world. That's why. And simply put, they're, they're, how we get to see all this Matrix shit and the Matrix and all this fancy footage of them doing all kind of shit, we don't see that with Terrence. On Terrence shows, they're not. They don't. They're not even. The production isn't even big. Fucking Tyson Fury no, is I mean, coming they out on off his record. We know that. You know what I'm saying? But what I yeah, they got it as a draw. Fury, <laughs> Fury, you know that Fury and Wilder, they had a fight that it was actually not that big of a fight going into it. it. Didn't have a lot of buzz, but because of how the fight went, with the controversy and all that stuff, it created a buzz, and they're willing to do it again. So they have something to build off. How at the end of the day, how could you? You could. How how can you? You know, you can you can put some interest in it. But at a certain point, how can you're not building towards nothing? You have to build towards something, but they can't build towards no, nothing. No, that's that's none not of those fair. guys. That's not fair. That's what? not fair. This guy is people consider him 
arguably a pound-for-pound number one fighter in the world and, and, and hasn't even had to prove it. That's how good he is. And I, I can't get no no marketing, no promote. So I'm going to be but what, Okay, so you say marketing. What would you want them to do? What would you want them I to do? I want some commercials. I want some commercials. I want some highlights. I want that, that push. You know, I want to see them somewhere else other than on somebody's fucking little YouTube shit or Sway in the Morning. You know, he can do that. <laughs> he was on ESPN. What do they call it? The, the, the Chitlin Circuit? They got him on the fucking Chitlin Circuit. They got him on the Chitlin Circuit, though. You know, like, give him some shit. Can he get on fucking Jimmy Kimmel? I mean, I mean Lomachenko hasn't even been on the first day. No, if he don't speak English. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, so what? What do we really? Th- I mean, I don't remember any Lomachenko commercials. The energy so, ain't there, bro. You know exactly what I'm saying. So, I but mean, I'm gonna I, be I watching the production. I'm gonna watch the production. Let's all observe the production this coming Saturday. Um, you, and, and but I'm not denying. Look, you act like I'm not saying. I'm saying they are. Yeah, they are pushing them. They yeah, there is like the way. Some of the things they do and all that, like to me, Fury, you know, Fury's like, you know, you know that that you know that, that fight, you know, they got a bit. He he can kind of sell himself. He doesn't really need anybody to push him. He can sell himself. Lomachenko, they push him really hard. We know the reasons why. We know we know the reasons why. Grass grows and watch Fury fight, but hey. marketing the marketing has been wonderful. You know, yeah, it's been great. I mean, yeah, I mean that's cool. Hey, I we, mean, you know, but I'm just saying, with, with Lomachenko, it's like you know, we we know, like I'm not denying that. At all. When you take when you take losses off the record and all that shit like that, it's, it's crazy. And when you guys talk, when they talk about he can mess with Mayweather and Ali and all that stuff, you know, that 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 you know that's crazy stuff. But but uh, you that's know, that market. But, I, but know, he has the I protection. Mean, the complexion for the protection, fellas. But hey, yeah, we, exactly. we ain't gonna be out here all. We ain't gonna be out here all night talking about that when we ain't even talked about the big fight yet, man. You know, like we said at the beginning of the show, it's been back to back to back. It's gonna be back to back to back weeks of great fights that we're looking forward to. And the one this weekend isn't even the main event. It's the I'm not even sure if it's the co-main event, but it's the uh, you know the runner-up, Comey versus Lopez. For Richard Comey's IBF lightweight title, um, Comey, Comey to know with eleven Kevin Tiafimo's one of the gold the gold of ESPN. Young bulls that are coming out the game, gangly, um, <clears throat> trying to trying to you know get get that belt you know early early career. Um, 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 the Shakur Stevensons, the Ortizes, the Ryan Garcias, these guys that are, uh, you know, 22, 21 years old. Uh, Tiafimo Lopez is one of those guys, man. But <laughs> this fight he's going against Richard Comey, man. Richard Comey is a tough dude, man. I remember seeing him out there in Frisco, Texas, knock out some guy. Uh, trying to see exactly who it was. Uh Isha Shinoff, yeah, Isha Shanive, I don't know. I don't even know who that guy was, but he knocked him out. I saw that live in the effect, and I knew this guy was punching very, very hard. And if you look at his uh, record, he's 29-2 and two with uh, 26 KOs. So he's out here lighting boys up. Got the, uh, the split decision loss against Shia Goff 
and got the split decision loss against Robert Easter, which was a really close fight. This is a fight. <clears throat> it was really close. This is a fight where I really started fucking with Easter, showed a lot of heart, but a lot of people uh, said Richard Comey might have won that, that fight, man. But uh, Richard Comey's dangerous, you know, 32 years old, veteran in the game, going against this young guy, Tiafimo Lopez, who didn't look too good against the Asian dude. Um, showed a lot of chinks in the armor, didn't get the uh, knockout uh, against uh, Maza Yoshi Nakatani, who was 18-0. and 0. Um, That was, you know, a tough fight for him. <laughs> One of his better opponents. And, you know, he went he went all 12 with him, and it was sort of hard work. Tiafimo sort of looked slow in there, sort of looked one-dimensional, but, you know, did what he had to do to get the win. Uh, wasn't really controversial. Um, this is a 50-50 fight. I think the Bed Nas got it real close. Um, and this is one where I'm sort of torn on who I want to pick, especially after Tiafimo Lopez's last performance. I don't know. You know, I like Tiafimo Lopez. He's one of the young bulls out here in the game, um, knocking boys out, flashy, you know. We talked about outlandish. I'm not going to call him outlandish out of disrespect, <clears throat> but this is definitely what you want in your young, your, uh, a young fighter in the game, somebody who's charismatic, who's <clears throat> dancing, doing flips after each one, digging, uh, digging ditches. I think I saw that one. I saw him fight live. He's digging ditches uh, for guys. Looking real good. I like him. But Richard Comey is older. <clears throat> you know, Lopez only has 14 fights. Richard Comey has been doing this for a minute. I don't know if it's too early for Tia Fimo, you know. Unlike uh, Shakur Stevenson, who hasn't really fought anybody. Uh, Devin Haney, who hasn't really fought anybody. Lopez is about to jump in there and fight somebody. And I think he's I think they're all around the same age. He's 21, uh, 22. I think these guys are like 21. Uh, Shakur Stevenson and Devin Haney, I think they're all around the same age. Uh, he's the one that's jumping in the lines in the earliest. And I sort of want him to win. But something deep down inside tells me that Comey has the skills to pay the bills. But then again, after that, after something tells me he has the skills to pay the bills, I go into my memory banks and remember how Clotty did and how all these guys are doing when when the rubber meets the road. Almost a UK brother-ish syndrome when it comes to my African brothers in the boxing game when I put too much love into them. I want Comey to win low-key also, and I know he could win, but I don't know if he could take one of those bombs that Tiafimo's throwing. Can he do it? Because Tiafimo's throwing bombs. Will he shell up after he gets hit one of those and just start blocking the whole time and go into defensive mode? Or will he fight? You know, Easter isn't slinging them bombs like Tiafimo. Tiafimo's dropping bombs, one-hitter quitter, fast twitch. You might not see it coming. That's the question. Will Comey be able to handle that? Or, and if he can't handle that, he, it might be, you know, he might be too much for him. I don't know what I want to what I want to say yet. I'm not going to make my official pick until uh, until after the two guys go, man. So I'm going to take the JP. JP, we got the biggest fight of the weekend. 
Tiafimo said it should be the main event, and it probably should be. No disrespect to Pound for Pound um, champion Terrence Crawford. But how do you see this fight going? I know you're excited for it. Break it down for us and give us your fit or your pick in your official prediction. I like the matchmaking, man. Um, fantastic job of matchmaking. Um, not only is it a tough touch, but it could be, um, I guess what I'll, I'll, I'll call a tailor-made tough touch because ideally you could say that Comey could be tailor-made for Tiafimo. Um like you touched on Tiafimo being the quicker uh, twitch guy, uh, counter-punching, able to push shots together, you know, and um, you kind of know what you're going to get out of Comey. Now, we've seen Comey lose to Robert Easter and Dennis Shavikov. Shavikov is like five foot four or some shit, you know, a tiny dude. So the blueprint is out there. The blueprint is out there. Now, we've seen – Tiafimo struggled with the Asian dude. Asian dude was tall, long, um, rough, high work rate. Now, that high work rate is not what you're going to get out of Claudia to that level, to that degree. Claudia, you know, got a much more slower work rate than um, than an Asian guy would have. But you look for Claudia to be tough, um, coming in with the wealth of experience, been through the gauntlet. You know, he hasn't had any tough, um, any soft touches over there. He's fought whoever they could throw at him. And, um, you know, you, you could see a universe where the experience pays off and then Tiafimo isn't able to hurt him, you know, because Tiafimo's success is going to be able to, um, going to be based upon him being able to, to discourage Comey, you know, get him to shell up like Pacquiao was always able to do. And, you know, there is a, a, a vision where you can look at this fight as like, um, Comey, uh, what's my boy, Claudie versus Pacquiao? Because uh, you know, in some ways, these this stylistically, it's very you know comparable to those to that fight and Tiafimo to Pacquiao and you know Claudie to Comey, and uh, you can see it working out like that. But I believe um, Claudie won't show up. I don't believe he, he has that in him. But uh, you know, I can see it be being a coming out party for for Tiafimo. You know, because I said, ideally, in a perfect universe, this could be tailor-made. You know, I could see the styles uh, lining up perfectly for Tiafimo. And if he, if he's on his game, he looks shredded, looks like he's in shape. Um, you could see him landing that highlight reel punch that goes viral on, on YouTube, you know, and, and start to make himself a name. Uh, you know, a, a mainlining name. And this is a fight that could put him over if he wins in, in fashion, you know. So I, I think that's their idea. Now, Comey's has a lot of tough fights. Who knows? Maybe he's, he's on the edge of the cliff and just ready to get pushed over. That's a possibility. I don't know. But I don't think that Bob is, is uh, and, and the powers that be over there are saying, yeah, let's just throw him in with Comey and whoever wins, wins. No, that's not the idea because there's no money behind Richard Comey. The money's on Tiafimo. He's the house fighter. He's the blue chip. And um, he did look slightly vulnerable in his last fight. We've seen some weakness. We learned he wasn't, you know, Roy Jones, Puerto Rican Roy Jones. But, 
nonetheless, man, I, I could see this being a – I'm going to just go and say I, I look for Tia Fimo to win in spectacular fashion. Um, a few scary moments here or there, but I think Claudio will be too slow. Tia Fimo will be able to work between the punches and uh, land something big. Um, and, I, I, and I'm going to say somewhere about yeah, I, it needs to be early. So I'm going to say five rounds. I'm going to say Tia Fimo hurts him well, and I was able to finish the fight by TKO. Damn, five rounds, man. Man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, I do remember glory. that guy that, that got Nakatani. Yeah, I see you going for glory. That guy Nakatani, they have him. He was like six feet tall. And the boy, uh, um, Tia Fimo did say he's not fighting tall people anymore or something like that. I remember that uh, with that fight. So, yeah, both of them being 5'8". This might, this could be a fight that could be easy work. I could see that happening, man. But let's see what Sam thinks about it, man. What do you think about the fight, Sam? Oh, man. You know, I met, I kind of, I mean, not hinted. I said what I, you know, what I thought was going to happen, which is I think is I think Comey's going to win the fight. Um, reason being, I just think, you know, uh, you know, 14 fights in, I just, I mean, he's fought really only one legitimate uh, lightweight. And, you know, you could say he was tall, you could say whatever, but he struggled in the fight. And Comey, you know, he's been fighting nothing but lightweights. Uh, you know, the whole time he's went to other people's hometowns, you know, he lost, uh, you know, he, you know, on the record, you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta really like look into it. It's like split decisions in both of these guys' hometowns, you know, in the Easter fight, he did drop Easter in that fight. So, you know, you always gotta look into that stuff. You know, we know how this boxing game is as far as the, who we, who they want to win and all this stuff. I agree 100% with JP. Of course we know. They want Tiafimo to win. But I do remember seeing an interview with Bob, and Bob saying, like, you know, his dad has kind of been pushing him faster than they wanted him to be pushed as far as, like, they wanted to take it a little bit slow. He was talking about Lomachenko, this and that. He's like, he's crazy if he thinks he could beat Lomachenko right now. So this is pretty much a lot of his dad's uh, choice of who who they wanted to fight, you know, fighting for the title at this moment. So, hey, that could come to backfire. You know what I mean? I think it will. But when it comes to, like, you know, power and all that, you know, like Tiafimo's shown a lot of power against smaller guys moving up. But he hasn't shown that power against guys his own size. You know, we'll see if he can – that power will go against another legitimate lightweight. Well, with Kome, Kome has shown that power against lightweights. And – you could take it for what it's worth. You know, Tiafimo said, oh, that was a few years ago and this and that. But there is a tape of Tiafimo getting dropped hard in sparring. Hard. You know? This fight ain't going to be with no headgear in 16-ounce gloves. This is going to be no headgear in 8-ounce gloves. You know what I'm saying? So that's something to think about. You know, Komei's a big puncher. You know? So... I just think that uh, I just think Comey's gonna win this fight, man. I think uh, it'll I think it'll be a little bit of a setback for Tiafimo, you know, trying to rush it a little bit. But I think he'll be all right in the long run. It'll be a a lesson learned and everything, um, and something that you know, more importantly, his his dad will learn from it.
Yeah, I mean, I feel you. I can I can see where you're coming from on that, man. He's jumping up early. We have seen him get slept before. Richard Comey is, is can't knock boys out. You know, he's shown the power, and that's why that's why I'm sort of leaning towards him to win this. And that's what I, I, but I don't think he'll get, I don't know if he'll be a knockout, man. And it's hard to, this, this one is, this one is, I think is a 50, 50 fight. It's right down the line. But if I had to, if I had to pick somebody, I would pick Richard Coleman to win this fight. I want to female to win. I'll be happy if he does win, but I think it's going to be a close fight. And Richard Coleman is going to pull it off. You You say that again? No, I'm calling. Yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm calling them a, a, a probably a split decision. I think it's going to be a tough fight, and and then when I say that, you know, like like we've been talking about, like y'all been talking about, there's a lot of money. I mean, there's money behind Tiafimo. Um, you know, there's a guy. This is a guy that they want to see shine. So we, if it's if a it, close yeah, fight, if it goes to the cards. I mean, if it goes to the cards, even if Colmey looks like he won. It's probably going to be shady business. I mean, they want to see. They're already talking about May. I mean, uh, March or April for Tia Fimo Lomachenko. So yeah, you know, um, I'm just going off like what I think. Whether it's a decision or stoppage, I I just think that we're going to be walking away from the fight, believing Comey won the fight. You know, even if it's a robbery, I'm just saying I think Comey's going to win the fight. You know, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, you know, this and that. You know, but because. If I knew more about, uh, like, Tiafimo's chin and, you know, and all this stuff, and if because the one thing we don't know, we don't know a few things about Tiafimo, like the chin. We don't know about the, the willingness to, like, his toughness, his, you know, willingness to, like, fight for his own and this. We don't – there's a lot of unanswered questions about Tiafimo. So that's why I can't really say, like, oh, a decision or a KO because he might – he might be losing, but still fight, you know, fight till the end. You know what I mean? I don't know enough about Tiafimo yet because he's only had 14 fights, and he's really been fighting guys that really shouldn't have been in the ring with him except for the last guy. So, uh, but um, I just think I just think is going to win the fight, man. Uh, I just think this is a few fights too early uh, for Tiafimo. But he's, he is the more talented fighter. He is faster. I think, I think early on. It'll it he'll look I think early on he'll he'll have some moments I think he'll be probably winning a few of those rounds, um, you know with his speed and his counter punching but I just think that, you know, the way he fights he likes that with that fight with that Mayweather shell, but he likes to stand in the pocket though he doesn't use his feet to move, out the way he likes to stand right there and duck and low and get low and slip and and uh, and all that and I just think that, um not just his problem, but a lot of these guys that try to do that, they're missing the foot movement, you know, and the, you know, the lateral movement to get away from these shots. And a lot of times when they fight elite guys, that's when they start getting hit a lot, you know, because they're getting away with it against these lower level guys. But when they fight an elite guy, all of a sudden the elite guy has no problem hitting. So I just think that, uh, you know, I just think that's a little bit too early for TFMO, but he'll be all right. But it's, but you made a good point earlier, Willa, as far as Devin Haney, Shakur, and Tiafimo, this is definitely the best opponent that any of these three have fought so far in their career. Yeah, he's going to have to earn his belt. Uh, 
Shakur did. He fought for the belt, right? Did he fight for a vacant belt? He didn't get yeah, handed it down vacant. to him. Yeah, he fought for a vacant that was belt. Valdez, and then, uh, Valdez's belt. When Oscar Valdez moved up to uh, 130, they fought yeah. for his belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he had to. He got his uh, vacant belt. And, uh, you know, Devin Haney hasn't fought anybody yet. So, we'll see. But, yeah, this is the this you is guys, we'll, show. This is about, uh, this fight. Do you guys think – how do you guys see – like, do you guys see either of these fight, either of these guys giving Lomachenko problems next? Because he's going to fight the winner. Or do you think Lomachenko is going to breeze through? Lomachenko might breeze through uh, Tiafimo Lopez. Comer. I don't know if he, I don't I, know if he breezes through Coleman, but we'll see. I got to I think Tiafimo um, quick to see Lomachenko. It'll be the first time Lomachenko's not the quicker guy, um, probably damn near in his life. Um, he's beat up a lot of big, slow dudes who throw heavy, so I'd be interested to see him in there with a dude quicker than him. And we got to we know well, shit. Lenar has dropped Loma. So let's let's do it. You know who I think? Yeah, I, I think I think you would have to make him the favorite against both of them. You know, but I think I think he would struggle a lot with both, just just off pure size and strength, because we've saw him his performances become harder as far as his wins since he came to thirty five, and a lot of that was even guys that weren't um, full fledged lightweights like Linares. Um, the guy that got knocked out by Tank, the Puerto Rican guy, gave him problems. Um, his last fight, you know, uh, with the European guy, the UK, what's his name again? Uh, Luke Campbell. Campbell. Luke Campbell. I mean, yeah. he's, he's and these are guys are just that are that were just bigger than him. They're not necessarily like the elite of the elite. They're not even, like even Luke Campbell. He's never even been a champion yet, you know, in any weight class. So, I just think that either one, the winner of that fight, will give him a lot of problems. Agreed. Yeah, we'll see, man. I, definitely the fight of the night, man. I think we got JP's is going for low, uh, for Tiafimo. I want Tiafimo to win, but I don't know if he has if he has the education, the boxing education to win so early, man. So that's why I'm just leaning. Wow. Y'all yeah, going sparring, man. I mean. I mean, if you go and look, if you go back and look at some of Comey's fights, man, Comey got some serious power, man. And like, you know, Tiafimo, man. When, but Tiafimo got dude. Dude, got dropped hard in sparring, man. Hard. You know. Well, what about Shavakov? Like, and we know. I mean, he was fights with decision, dude. Like, yeah, it, it was, was about in Russia. It was those. So that would that tells me that that's a fight that, you know, was probably either a Comey fight, or you know what I mean. So I'm just saying the, the Easter fight that was yeah, that's a decision why. also, and he, and he dropped Easter. You know what I'm saying? So, and then this is another thing to think. Comey, Comey's uh, he's been looking a lot better ever since he started training with uh, Jacobs's old trainer Rogier. He's that's his new trainer now for his last I think four or five fights. He also trains uh, Derevichenko, and he's been looking a lot better since he got with him. So, you know, not saying he wasn't looking good, but he's he's been looking more devastating, like getting more like KOs and stuff like that. So, uh, 
getting guys out of there consistently. But, um, but you know, but you know, I mean, like, there's questions, you know, on both sides. Like he is, he he's more like he's he's kind of robotic at times. He's you know, he's not as like his punch variation isn't as good as uh, like Tiafimo. Definitely not as fast, you know. Um, but you know, he's fought better competition. He's durable. He can punch. Um, you know, with Tiafimo, more talented, faster. You know, has power also. But time like, who's, who's he been in there with? You know, freaking ten times Glove glove or some shit. Tiafimo got a hell of a amateur resume. His amateur resume damn near parallel with like Lomachenko on them, the European cats. No, he, he just, got an amateur I, I've been knowing about Tiafimo coming out the Olympics, man. It I like you. I was talking about Tiafimo, but the thing is, is like I just feel like this is a little this bit might too, be too early, early for him, man. You know, that's the we'll it's see, not man. against Tiafimo, you know? Gonna be good. But, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, that's why it's the fight that's tonight, definitely man. Should be the main event. can prove that he's that's the guy. Yeah, but if he wins, oh, I'll say this. If he wins, it's like, yeah, he's he's just the real deal, man. Like, you you can't question that dude, man. 14 fights in, fighting a guy like Comey, you know what I mean? Um, it's going to be interesting, man. Yeah, most definitely. If I mean, he does win, this will prove that he's the real one deal. One last thing, Willa. One last thing. Go ahead. I think Comey is better than Salido, and we know freaking Lomachenko took Salido, what, third fight? I think Salido is higher comp than Comey was at the time. Well, it was higher comp because no. of his third fight. You know what I'm saying? But but only because of that. But Salido, but Comey, Comey can – I've seen Comey actually beat guys up without having to, you know, fight dirty also. You know what I'm saying? Salido is difficult because of everything he brings to the table. You know what I'm saying? The His toughness, he's got pretty good power, and then the – and then the roughhouse dirty tactics, you know what I'm saying? But, but um, you know, uh, uh, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm just saying, man, like Comey, like Comey's a, a hard puncher, man. He's a hard puncher. He he gonna keep coming, nonstop. You know, he's got he's fought a lot of top guys, and and you know there are there are questions about Tiafimo's chin, man. It's different if it's like, you know, it's looks maybe like a slip or something like that, but if you watch that video, man, that was a, a legit straight hand, right hand down the middle that just dropped him, you know? Comey got a vicious yeah. right hand. You know? Well, we're like, definitely wow. going to see, man. We're definitely going to see, man. Def, cause, yeah, fight of the night should be the main event, and it'll be interesting to see if Tiafimo can prove me wrong. I want to be proven wrong. Sounds like Sam wouldn't mind being proved wrong. I just think it might be a little too early. We'll see. We'll definitely see, man. So that's coming up. Uh, before we get out of here, last one, Virgil Ortiz fighting uh, tomorrow night, 14-0, 14 KOs. He's another one of these young bulls. I don't even – my damn uh, computer done uh, shut down for some reason, so I don't know exactly how old he is. But I know he's one of the – he might be a little – he might not even be 21 yet. Or he's around there, but he's one of these guys that's coming up. Virgil Ortiz Jr. against Brad Solomon, twenty-eight and one. Don't know who he is. He only has nine KOs. 
for Virgil Ortiz has been sleeping, boys. This is for he's got the WBA gold belt. I guess that's the 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 uh, lightest of the belts, the gold one. That, that might be the least ranked. So uh, he's got that WBA gold belt. Probably gonna be some easy work. He's one of these young guys to need to you know take his time because he's not he's not ready for a Spence, a Crawford, or even a Manny Pacquiao. He wants Thurman. Uh, <laughs> he wants want. Thurman, but I don't. I don't think he's ready for that. <laughs> but he's sleeping, boys. Hey, like, man, sleepy, lie, sleeping, boys. Thurman, since coming out of that, you know, layoff, people, man, people think it's sweet with Thurman. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Like, they want that. That work. woman got Damn. him weak, man. That woman got him weak. Yeah, man. Yeah. You can't lose to no four-year-old, dog. I'm sorry. That's just not a good look, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, I mean, I even saw uh, his uh, Crawford's trainer was like, they asked him about, you know, Thurman. And he was like, uh, he's like, no, nah, we're not interested in Thurman. We want, we'll, we'll, we'll take Porter, you know, because basically he was like, yeah, they both lost, but this guy, he lost to a 40 year old, and his fight before that, he almost got stopped by a D level fighter. So he's like, nah, we want Porter. You know, so guys are looking at him like, nah, bro. You got a lot to show and prove before we start messing with you again. <laughs> they thinking they're looking at him like a waste of time. Yeah, Virgil Ortiz ain't ready for no Keith Thurman, but Virgil Ortiz he is twenty one, so he's one of these you know same around the same age. He's fighting Brad Solomon, twenty eight one. I think it's uh should be some easy work for him, man. So do you like uh Virgil Ortiz, son? Do you think he has what it takes to be a uh, pretty good? Yeah, man, Virgil Ortiz is nice, man. I don't think he's the best young prospect at uh, 47. I think uh, Boots Ennis is better than him, but I think they're both going to be the future of 47 and probably going to fight each other one day. But, um, yeah, he should he should steamroll this dude. I mean, Virgil Ortiz is the type of guy that if you can't get his respect, he's just going to go right through you. And dude obviously ain't got the power to get, get his respect. But – um, you know, nice little showcase fight. You know, we'll see what he can do with that. Um, I definitely want to see him step up. I think a good fight after this, you know, if he gets through, looks good. You know, put him on, put him on with a guy like Renatos. Or maybe, shit, maybe Adrian Bowen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think he – yeah, Adrian Brona, that would be – I think he probably – I don't know if he's ready for that. He still looks a little – I think the last fight I saw him, he might have been getting hit a lot. Still looks a little green. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's 21 years old. This guy, Boots. Who's this guy, Jaron Ennis? That's what you're saying? You think it's good? One of the best – Yeah, Jaron Ennis. Yeah, Jaron Boots Ennis. Yeah. Y'all be hearing about yeah, him 20, more and more coming on. He, he's the real deal. 22. Yeah, he's been – looks like he's got a lot of sleeps. He's been sleeping, boys, the last couple of years. Yeah, once these He's guys fighting. retire, you know, the Crawfords, the Spences, and all them, whether they retire and they move up and wait, it's going to be it's gonna be Ennis and Ortiz and them uh, taking over uh, welterweight. Yeah, definitely. Hey, JP, what do you, uh, what do you think about this guy, Ortiz? Young Virgil out of Dallas, like Texas. The, you know. Real deal, real deal. Look like the real deal, man. Like a, uh, like a shit. I want to say like a Trinidad or something. Got the got the, the long range and 
and you know, aggressive. So, so I like them, man. So I'm looking forward to them, and I agree with you guys. Like, once this um, kind of group of welterweights go through and finish off the back ends of their careers, it's Virgil Ortiz time, and a few others I think are out there. But yeah. You know, can't wait to see him start mixing it up. I wouldn't mind seeing him with Keith. Matter of fact, I think he'll take Keith. Yeah. So, yeah, I like Virgil Ortiz. I don't know. Yeah, he ain't taking no Keith Thurman. He ain't ready for that. That'll probably be a boxing lesson. He ain't ready for that, but he's only 21 years old. You know, he's got a long time to go. You know, it's it's, it's the boxing circle of life, man. It's like... It's like when Manny and Floyd were, like, kind of on their, you know, their back nine. You remember when, like, Keith was calling out, uh, you know, Floyd and Crawford wanted the Manny fight and, all, and on and on and on. These guys were kind of, you know, oh, they got none to, they got to prove themselves and all that stuff. And then when, when you know, Porter and um, Thurman were kind of doing that to Spence, like, oh, get a belt and all that stuff, those guys are going to be doing that to Virgil Ortiz and Ennis. When they start moving up the ranks more, that's what those guys are going to be doing to them. That's just how it works. You know, it's the cycle. You know, it's a never-ending cycle in boxing, man, unfortunately. Yeah, that's definitely what's going to be happening. And, you know, but you pay the you pay the cost to be the boss, man. And that's what, you know, when they, you put in work, that's what you do. It is the circle of life. And that's the perfect way to say it, the circle of life in boxing. Because, yeah, that's what they're doing, man. And that's what, that's what, uh, that's what uh, Charlo is mad that that uh, Canelo and uh, what's his name won't fight him because he he doesn't bring anything to the table. But then he says Boo Boo Andrade doesn't bring anything to the table, you know, and he doesn't see the hypocriticalness of that. Uh, but that's just how boxing is, man, and and that's how it goes. Hey, People well, down yeah, south, yeah. so you want to do Charlo, the same thing. Hey, hey, uh, do 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 us a favor right now and uh. You know, just give us a little bit of a preview of this uh, face-to-face that went down. Oh man, it was just no. Nah, it's just a lot of arguing, man. It's just a whole bunch of arguing. Charlo questioning um, the injury. Harrison calling him a chump and he or a sucker. He kept on calling him a sucker. Said he would never lose to no sucker. You know, everybody talking over at the host. He couldn't even talk. <clears throat> It was it was pure it was drama it was hit it was it was lit man so yeah I think y'all should check it out we'll all we'll all discuss it we'll see Charlo you know Charlo seems very angry these Charlos be angry man I think you know we'll perish in ass man but that's for next week I seen I disagree I think I think Mel be I think Mel be uh, angry I don't think Maul be really angry angry that much man I think every once in a while he seemed a little irritated but Jamel. He's just mad all the time. He wakes up mad, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's emo- he's more emotional. I think me- Jamal so he's always mad. But is he's Harrison in his head? Is Harrison in his head? Oh, definitely. does that matter? I don't think so. Oh, yes, I don't think it matters, yeah. and I don't think he is. Well, actually, I'll say yes and maybe. Mm-hmm. Because the reason no why I say maybe no. because. I do think he's in his head, but if the stories are true, which I'm starting to think they are, as far as the whole sparring and, you know, getting dropped, because he, he, dro- he was dropping names, you know, he had them receipts, you know, I was like, whoa, he got the name of the sparring partner. That's where it's like, okay, 
that shit, you know, he's in his head, but it might not even matter because Tony Harrison might be going in there tinny, you know, and getting and might get rocked hard by a. And one thing I think that's very interesting to the fight psychology of it all is at the end when they was asking, you know, so how are you going to beat him? And Tony Harrison was like, I'm going to dominate him. I'm going to dominate. He couldn't say I'm going to knock him out. You know, Nuh-uh. so I think, you know, <laughs> no, he didn't say that. Mill was like, I'm going to knock well. him out. You know what I mean? So it's a it's a different thought. When you you gotta go fight a dude and you know like look my game ain't to knock him out I gotta just beat him in twelve and the other dude has a legitimate chance of really hurting you you gotta be on your shit and Tony Harrison better be ready because Jesus this dude's coming I mean he's yeah so, definitely but he is he's coming man I can't wait to see it this is one of those yeah, I might go. I might be at the fight. Matter of fact, the ticket probably going for the low. Man, I might fuck around, and be ringside for two hundred to that shit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, man, you should, man. You know that that's a good one to go to, man. I the way I look at that fight is, I feel like the the, the loser of that fight is going to be definitely never the same mentally, but possibly physically because just the way they both are coming at each other, I just don't think they could handle losing, man. Like, they're putting it all out on the line, you know what I'm saying? And I just think if they lose, um, especially if they get stopped, one of them gets stopped, I just think they're never going to be the same, man. They just, they, they, they're both going so hard at each other where it's like, you're just going to look foolish, man, if you lose. And Yeah. Uh, you got to live, you gotta live with that. Manhood. I mean, they're trying to tap into each other's manhood so deep. They're looking deep in each other's eyes. They're trying to say the most deepest shit they can find in a man's soul. It's great. I, I love the theatrics to the shit. I mean, it's really good, macho, machismo. Good. Yeah, I, I love it all, man. I love it. Hey, you know, one thing I've noticed is a lot of shit talking. Like, you know, with the media and like the the networks when they when they're doing press conferences, right? And they're doing it with like other. It could be like a black fighter and like a European fighter or Mexican, Latino, whatever, or whatever. It could get heated, right? But they still kind of get have control, right? For some reason, when it's two black fighters, they can't control them at all. You know what I mean? They just can't. If it gets heated, they just cannot control. They like step back, you know? They just kind of stop at a certain point, you know? Like I noticed in that press conference they had a few weeks ago, it got to a point where they didn't even, they couldn't control them. You know what I mean? When these guys get heated, they don't know what to do, man. You know what I mean? It's funny. But, you know, I just feel like, man, I just, I just feel like I'm going to feel really, I'm really going to feel bad for the loser, man. You know, I, I, no, real, you're man. right. It's, it's, they're putting it I'm all waiting the for line, the, on this one. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the, uh, the post-fight interview. Whoever wins that, that's going to be an epic one. And we might see a fight after that. Somebody might get punched after the interview. Because they're going to be talking shit. They say no respect given. They don't give a fuck. You know, calling each other bitch-ass niggas. All kinds of shit, man. So, it's going down next weekend. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Especially if, like, there's, like, yeah. a low blow or something. I could definitely see something happening with the entourages, too, like. Let's say one of them hits him with a low blow or something, or something dirty happens in the ring. I can see it getting heated. It could, it could, or 
you know, some one of them gets, you know, dropped or stopped, and you know they're clowning the the opponent. I I just think I just think there's a lot of possibility. They better have their security up, man, that day because they're and not gonna me, be able to control them. I agree brother. with you. One one more little thing quickly to add to this, and I think this is interesting. You gotta understand that male has always been the big Carlo. Between the two of them, Maul is the little one. He's the one that wasn't as strong, wasn't as fast. He's the runt of the two. But now he's big Charlo. He's somehow slightly better looking, I think, to most people. He's bigger. And Mel was like, no, I always was the one that beat him up. And I think that just it's, it's all in the psychology of Mel. It's fucking him up, man. And he ain't going to be able no, to if you think about it, Mel has the way better resume. Mel has proven way yeah. more, you know? He might have gotten that loss to Harrison the first time or whatever, but, you know, whether you think he did or not, but whatever. But um, if you look at resume, you know, they were both at 54 for the majority of their careers until Maul, Maul moved up. He's got a way better mm-hmm. resume than, than uh, Maul, you know what I mean? But – like you said, it seemed like Maul has a better – he could control his emotions and all that stuff and all that and, and and all that stuff. But also, you know, like the way he kind of backed down to Jacobs, if Jacobs would have walked up to Mel like that, it would have went – it would have got heated, you know? Like you're not going to just walk up <laughs> yeah. on Mel like that, you know? He just not – and, and I think yeah. Maul is kind of like the guy that's more – there's probably a slightly more push behind, slightly more interest behind. He's bigger. He's the bigger puncher right now, it seems. Um, and so, you know, between that sibling rivalry, there's a thing. He he feel his lifetime grip slipping. Little bro coming, big bro. And, you know, he can't be the one to lose. He can't be the one to lose. I think that's a part of it too, man. That's where some of that emotion coming from. Yeah, no. Nah, he claims he he says it's not emotion; it's the it's confidence. I think that's what he said. Or no passion. He's passionate. That's what he kept on saying. He ain't emotional. He's passionate, but he admits it. You know, and I think uh, I like how you're saying it. I, I I get what you're saying. I I didn't know. Do you know for sure that he was the little the smaller brother? Or are you just saying that's what it seems like? Because uh, he is the better. He is the better boxer. No. And, and, like, Maul was, like, you know, a wrestler or something, I believe. Like, well, Mel, Mel. Mel was the, the, the you know, between, you know, siblings, there's always somebody who's the, the, the guy physically, and Mel was right, the guy right. physically. Yeah. But now Mel Maul's was the guy over, physically. okay. Maul's taking over. Yeah, he is. But yeah, he and just like, the, you know, like I said, he's been one of those boys, things. Though. Like like I said, it's just like the person, like the alpha male personality or whatever. It's like, you know, like I said, I I just don't think Jacobs could have walked walked up to Mel like that and it wouldn't have gotten like even because it got heated eventually. Because remember one of the dudes, one of the dudes in the entourage called him a bitch or something like that, which is just crazy. You should you got to fall back, man. You ain't the you know you just you know you ain't supposed yeah. to be doing that, bro. But but Mel, you just not gonna walk up on Mel talking about. Oh, you know what's up, and counting his pockets and all that stuff. That ain't gonna work, you know. So he's got more of that, you know, alpha male mentality more than uh, Maul. But like you said, it might it does seem like maybe Maul's the one that they're trying to maybe push more or this and that. So I don't know. Maybe that's some behind the scenes stuff, you know, with Heyman, where he feels like there's maybe more potential with Maul 
or whatever. I, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, there, 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 you know, there's definitely some. And I remember you even said before, Willow, where like you were saying like you believe that if Mel was there, Maul would have been more like aggressive with Jacobs, but because Mel wasn't there, that he kind of he kind of backed down to Jacobs a little bit or something like that. You said like when he's the, when no, they're I'm together, sure. they're like. Yeah, no, when they, yeah, when yeah. I'm always, when you're with your brother, yeah, it would have went down. He would have had his back up, but he just played it cool because it seems like, you know, that's the type of cat he is, man. You know, I think these guys, he's, he's the cool brother, and Jamal, and, and Mel is the emotional guy, the guy that's out of control. And you're right. If it was him, I don't think Jacobs could have did that. But, you know, that's what makes it. But I think that's did you guys see that one time when, guys, like, uh, Andrade was at the fight? It was like at the Barclays, it was like back, back in the, in the backstage somewhere and like Mel saw him and then he just, uh, he just, uh, me mugged him up and down and Andrade started laughing like, dog, what's your deal, man? Like, no, like, yeah, what's out really? of control? Yeah. It was yeah, like, what the yeah, hell? He's out of control. Then, uh, he, I want to fight. I'm a, I want to fight. I'm a savage. And he's like, let's fight then. Like, what the hell? And then Maul came right behind him and Maul was just chill and Maul was just smiling. You know, it's just like, it, you could just literally see it in one, Little instance, the two different personalities, you know, but they're, they're brothers. Yeah, Mel about that brothers, line. Man. Definitely, man. But hey, we're, Mel, we're gonna definitely talk more. Yeah, he does. He always want to cry, man. He always wants to cry, man. <laughs> he always looks like he wants to cry because he's emotional. He's passionate. I can hey, see his eyes all man. the time. Hey, yeah. you know hey I ain't gonna lie. That first press conference. When uh, Harrison went out, was going in on him, and he was like, "Man, this guy had the nerve to say I don't play video games because I don't like blue." <laughs> like what? The hell? Yeah. But you can tell us that guy is. He'll around and cry if you beat him in Madden. He want to fight you and everything. He want oh, tears yeah. in his eyes. I was like, "Damn." Oh, yeah. Shit. No, most as definitely. Yeah, guys. As, hey. as far as like who who's been winning the battle of the the mouthpiece has definitely been Harrison, in my opinion. But that don't you know that doesn't necessarily mean gonna win the fight. But he's definitely been more entertaining with the stuff he was saying. Yeah. More eloquent. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has, man. But hey, that's where we're gonna leave it, guys, man. Let's get let's go and get the hell out of here, man. We'll be back on Sunday. We'll see if RC's on or if uh, JP will be hosting, man. Either way, we'll be talking about the fights on Sunday. Hopefully, we can get signed back on, man. But I think that's where we're gonna leave it this weekend. Shout out to JP. Shout out to my boy Seattle Sign, man. And we'll catch y'all next time. Outsiders Boxing Podcast Midweek Show. We out. Peace. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.